Welcome along to another episode of the Make It Count podcast. I'm David. And I'm Matt. Hello. Hi, Matt. It's good to meet Hi, you. Hi, Dave. Uh, yeah. Well, who are you? No. Anyway, we're talking about today, the title of the podcast really is Don't Waste a Fresh Start. You've probably seen that. Uh, <laughs> and if you haven't, there you go. There it is. The title. The, Don't the Waste title. a Fresh Start. And so if that's all you take away from this. It's a good Great. piece of advice. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't know where I heard it. I don't feel like it's new to us. Short episode today, 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt, go talk. Go. What, what comes to your mind when you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a deep question, Dave, and very broad. A few things come to mind. Typically, I suppose when, well, the whole phrase, don't waste a fresh start, I suppose, is that I it makes me think, oh, it's possible to waste a fresh start. But if just the concept of a fresh start, I it, it generally fills me with kind of like, oh, that's exciting, that's new, fresh, sense of adventure. For example, I was thinking, oh, you know, like a bit like Bill ba- you know, Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins is these stepping out onto the road after he's had this party with 13 dwarves come around. So I thought, oh, I should go and see there's a good quote from that. And I, I read the beginning of that chapter and I read it. And it was completely different from what I thought. And it might be the way that they portrayed it in the film. I can't remember. But I just kind of thought it, oh, he stepped out the door and he's got his bag and he's got his stick and everything. And he's kind of ready for the adventure. It's totally not that at all. That The the party had happened and he wakes up late. They've all gone. And he's kind of happy that they've gone. But he was slightly disappointed that they hadn't, you know, maybe waited or invited him. And he was surprised by that disappointment. But he was like, you know what? I'm happy. I'm just going to have my second breakfast. Until Gandalf comes and goes, what are you doing? They're waiting at the pub for you, basically. Go on, get on your way. And hurries him out the door and he's running to get there. And he's all huffed and puffed and he doesn't have his stick and he doesn't have his, you know, his handkerchiefs and he doesn't have his pipe. And he's, oh, no, you know. And, and it wasn't until a little bit later on they're riding some ponies. He goes, oh, actually thinking that adventures aren't so bad after all but that initial thing was he was totally not just setting off with this fresh expectation it was kind of like i'm being pushed into this which was interesting so my memory of that was completely faulty Mm. and i think that's maybe sometimes how people feel about maybe the new year or anything that's a fresh start is actually i don't really want to do that i'm a bit resistant i'm quite happy having my second breakfast and letting them get on with their adventure thank you very much yeah, so some of us kind of need that that gentle or not so gentle kick or yes. push. Someone recently told me I was a, a gentle butt kicker. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, you know, I don't know, it's a slow motion, I don't know. But that idea of sort of some people just need a bit of a kick to get going yeah. and get moving. So that was, that was quite interesting. And maybe that's that was the role of Gandalf in the Bilbo yeah. story. The phrase that Tim Elmore would use in, term, in, in place of a gentle butt kicker would be the velvet covered brick, wouldn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. I thought that was value uh, and expectation. Yeah, like but I, I suppose that's, it's a similar aspect, isn't it? Of, you know, giving them a bit of a thump, but also yeah. covered in nice velvety softness. And so it's gentle. Hmm. <laughs> There's different ways that we can be motivated. And quite a few of us, I would say, sometimes need that bit of a that push. So it's interesting. I was thinking about it as well. And that idea of, of waste 
like don't waste like there are fresh starts and there are fresh start opportunities mm. all the time and maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later but that idea of waste and I, I was a bit worried maybe that people would feel a bit guilty they may reflect on times when they've missed opportunities to start fresh or yep. they've held on to things that has not allowed them to to start fresh but also the idea of what leads us to wasting or missing those opportunities to start fresh yep and i think partly where i came to of my thinking was this idea of noticing that in order you have to notice a fresh start to take advantage of it yes. if you don't notice it's an opportunity for a fresh start you miss it you've mm. wasted it and so especially at this time of year we're about to hit the new year but we have this big build up to christmas and then there's that weird time between it then we're enjoying that time with friends and family maybe we've gone shopping we've done all these adventures we've filled this time with food and feasting and films probably and then new year's eve comes and we stay up really late then we wake up late on the first of january it is the new year it's the opportunity for a fresh start but we've done no thinking about what that fresh start should be what yeah. we want it to be and suddenly it's the third of january we're back at work it's back in the old routine and we've missed that opportunity for yeah. a fresh start yeah absolutely and i suppose this goes back to something that we've talked about again and again and again it just almost seems like the first step in terms of making it count being intentional living with purpose is the awareness piece yeah. that's what you say you know if you don't even if you're not even aware that this is an opportunity for a fresh start then you will miss it by de facto because you're just going to default yeah. and you'll do what you've done previous years you'll do what you did last year where you basically you've, uh, you know, follow that script and then you find yourself halfway through January or further and feeling just uh, now I'm in that January blues maybe you made it through the January blues and now you're in the February blues and you're going oh maybe I should book a holiday at some point you know at the end of February or early March just to get out of that malaise and you kind of go ah how can we how can we maximize this time rather than just default it um, and so I think it, it requires that noticing but also a bit of forethought a bit of forewarning yeah. a bit of intention before you even get there absolutely and and i was thinking i mean i think briefly before we talked about this idea that actually every day is an opportunity for a fresh start yep. even every monday or every week and actually well how do i make the week count well on a sunday I sit down with my wife and we do a little reflection on the previous week. We think about what's coming on the week ahead. Mm. Uh, I spend some time every week just reflecting. How has this previous week gone? Yep. What are some really crucial things I want to accomplish in the coming weeks? And that allows me that come Monday, I've forethought about mm. it. Mm. I'm prepared to take advantage of that Monday and get flying, not get to Monday and go, oh, what does this week encompass? Mm. Hmm, we'll see you know what does this year encompass hmm we'll see and there is obviously a holding lightly because we can't control everything but actually there is opportunities to be intentional with making changes in our lives that we can volunteer into yeah no i love that and uh one of the well absolutely when i was looking at some quotes on related to fresh starts loads of stuff was totally related to the idea of you know every day is a chance to begin again and lots of people that have quoted various things and some of which were a bit more profound than others um 
I suppose just one that summarised quite a lot of them was be willing to be a beginner every single morning. Mm. And that was from a guy called Meister Eckhart. And um, I thought that was quite good because it was more than just the day is a new beginning, but you can be a beginner. And it's that idea of a beginner's mindset. Mm. Uh, And it was something that Steve Jobs talked about when he kind of had that realisation of, oh, it took a lot of weight off of him when he realised he didn't have to be this pressure of the successful person, but he could embody this beginner's mindset. I'm an, I'm now a beginner. And in that place of being the beginner, it's almost a return to the amateur. I do this for the love of it. Isn't it exciting? There's so much I can learn. And it's okay that I make mistakes because, hey, I'm a beginner. Mm. And and I think that's quite a, that's an exciting place to be in. And it's, it's not necessarily a case of you want to stay there forever, but it, there's a freedom of going, I actually can return to that beginner's mindset because today is fresh. I've never lived this day before. You know, all the stuff that's gone before influences what might happen today, but also it's a day to try things again, try things new mm-hmm. and to bring a new perspective to how the day begins or the year begins. And that that sort of draws on some of that ideas that we can easily get stuck in patterns, stuck in the past. Mm. And actually, there's a a role maybe in accepting where we are and starting where our feet are. And and that idea of, you know, sitting down right now, looking at your feet and go, I start here. Yeah. Because I can't start anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting. I've been reading uh, this Life is in the Transitions book by Mm. Bruce Feller, Feller, I don't know how to say it, F-E-I-L-E-R. And he talks about how many of us experience these life transitions. Often, we volunteer into them. So we move house, we marry someone, we move country. We we actually, we bring about these transitions in our lives. Mm. He said, often, many times, these transitions, they happen to us. They're involuntary. We get fired. We, (laughs) you know, the someone in our family dies or or something like this and it causes us to go on a transition but he said always the ones that have happened involuntarily they have to make it voluntary they have to give themselves agency in the middle of that transition and so we're talking here about not wasting a fresh start and this is what i sort of think is that well when we have this fresh start, we get an opportunity to volunteer that change. We instigate it. We bring our own agency. Otherwise, the only changes we make will kind of feel forced upon us. And that requires a little bit more hard work to reframe that to I'm in charge or I've got control in this situation or I can frame how I look at it. Mm. Yeah, I like that. As you were talking, my mind was kind of going on a little bit of a different train or a different track. And thinking back to one of the episodes we did last year, oh, it might have been even the year before, in terms of calendar years, but about uh, do the seasons count anymore? Mm. And how, of course, you know, we we talk about the new year, um, and this is the, sort of the Western calendar. There is obviously, you know, various other new years that are celebrated by different calendars and um, cultural groups, which is great. Um, but those are, in a sense, arbitrary dates you mm-hmm. know based on various either solar or lunar things but you know, the seasons and of course it does depend where you live again but we live in a country in a place where there's four fairly distinct seasons you know winter spring summer and, and autumn and each of those again is an is, is a opportunity for new beginning and a fresh start but there's that picture 
if just like if you think of like a plant or or animals or whatever, you know, going through those transitions and every season there is something to do in that. Mm. Um, and just to how, for example, if you're going to, um, well, what do the leaves do at the end of autumn or through autumn? They they let go of all their leaves, you know, they draw the whatever they need back in, into the, sink it all into the roots and they let go of their leaves preparing for winter. Uh, and then in winter, they're, f- they're able to push forward more ones. And again, there was loads of quotes that I read in terms to a fresh start. Is that you said it earlier about how see, sometimes we miss it because we're holding on to something. And if I don't first let go, if I don't first let go of what has gone before, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly, but not just going, I'll oh, forget about it, but actually looking at it and letting go, mm. you know, releasing it intentionally um, and then stepping into the next thing. And I think that's part of what I think of is, is I just quite like that picture of the, the seasons and the tree is probably the thing I'm thinking of, not necessarily animals, but yeah, the, the leaves and the, it brings forth. And then as the summer, it's able to bear fruit and then it lets go again and then prepares in winter. And then it, you know, it's that cycle. And so there are cycles, but it's also, we're not at plants, we're humans. And so mm. we are actually able to move forward as well as going around in the cycle. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's, that's sort of what we're getting to as well is that idea that, well, I've heard it's a, most of us don't really like feedback so the best way to receive feedback is to ask for it because uh-huh. you've prepared yourself for it you've asked for it so now you can hear it and deal with it you know that unasked for feedback is always harder even if it's good it feels like we're we're scared and i i sort of have come to think of change in that same way is most of us don't really appreciate change that is forced upon us sure in whatever situation so actually looking for opportunities to to bring change about that we want or we desire or that will prepare us better for the future Mm. is uh, i think are helpful things because then you can better prepare for unforeseen changes and starts right and i suppose i just sort of think about learning and reading in that way you know actually we don't know what the what the future will look like and so reading non-fiction things helps you learn new things prepares you for who knows what the future looks like who mm. knows what work will look like what life will look like but actually in reading and preparing you prepare a little bit for that unknown future you're adapting to that change and that's why i mean many countries at the moment are experiencing this thing of like well we're gonna have to retrain lots of people what does that look like well imagine if those people had spent one hour a week one hour, half an hour a day learning and retraining themselves they wouldn't feel so nervous, so anxious, so stressed, so fearful for their income and how that would affect their families. But actually, they would have prepared for a change that that was coming. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that uh, the way that you're talking totally reminds me of a video that, I don't know if you watched it, I sent it to you the other day. It was um, just a two-minute thing from Simon Sinek mm. on, like... The way that we view uncertainty mm. See, we've spoken about that a, a lot and that's one of your things that you do as a coach you move people from uncertainty to confidence mm. uh, and he was talking about just reflecting on at the beginning of the pandemic when all these people and all these from companies and people in uh, just thought and leadership were saying oh in these uncertain times in these uncertain times and he was just like he's just laughing because it's like 
we've always been in uncertain times you know nobody's ever known when the next economic crash is going to happen the next day nobody's known when the you know the next war is going to suddenly break out or the pandemic you know there have been previous pandemics all these sort of things all natural disasters nobody knows that ahead of time it's only looking back that we think we could know it um and and just saying how the mindset we then bring to it whether we're playing the the finite game and the infinite game and that's something he talks about really transforms the way you either play defensive and you're like well protect 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 or hang on this is an opportunity to change the way that we even do this you know is it rather than going oh he was saying rather than companies going oh how are we going to make sure that we survive and we keep getting paid you know he was going well some of the companies really took the opportunity and realized well, people still want what we do, so they still want what we give, but how can we make sure that we get it to them better or differently? You know, if mm. we didn't exist yesterday and we suddenly existed today, how would we start operating? Mm. Um, and you were just saying about how um, the, if you, yeah, if people don't like change when it's forced upon them and there's that aspect of when stuff does happen, we want to either, you know, per, be be a bit prepared on, oh, well, I've learned how to deal with transition myself, but also gain that agency. But from an organisational point of view, you said so many times um, change fails, not because they didn't think of um, the technological aspect of it, the, the technical aspect of this is how the change is going to be, but they failed on the social aspect, getting people on board mm. and going, hey, we're thinking of going over here, what's your input? Mm. And getting people warmed up to the idea such mm. that they realise oh, you know, we're all in this together rather than one day announced from, you know, the heavens, this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are some ways that fresh starts are failed in an organisational space. Um, And I just thought how, yeah, bringing that that mindset of openness to the opportunity Mm. in the midst of a fresh start Mm. or the uncertainty, it can dramatically change the way we respond to it. Yeah, so, and I think maybe... Fresh starts look like a lot of different things. It looks like the 1st of January or maybe the 1st of February, the 1st of anything. The 1st of a new job. The 1st day of a new job. First day of marriage. Losing a job. That can be a fresh start. Sometimes it's an end. Maybe it's a long goodbye. Um, But but yeah, it could be your birthday. It could be a Monday. Actually, you get to choose that and you have some autonomy. I think it's quite nice when it is the 1st of a year, lots... Because there's a communal aspect to that experience. Um, uh, we all hit the 1st of January at the same time. And for most of the world, it is it is the new year. Uh, so that that's a good opportunity, I think, to experience that communally and take advantage of that, of what that fresh start looks like. And I think that's quite important, whether whatever you're in, what, what do you want to move towards? What do you want to learn? And we've done loads of things on just you know the two minute habit from james clear actually the fresh start doesn't necessarily mean in a moment it's huge changing everything though there have been times for example when i moved to the u.s at the beginning of 2020 for three months Mm. i got there and i went here are the big blocks yeah i need in my day to give me that structure to give me that pattern and just intentionally in that fresh start in the shift of space and place and time zone and all of those things i from day one built those blocks in so if you already are in the midst of that that can be quite good because in that new space and place you create those rhythms and patterns which is probably easier than trying to at a later time overwrite them you Mm. know to to change them later yeah yeah yeah. and and when i remember 
uh, I'd asked in the lead up to getting married this last summer, um, I asked lots of different people for advice and someone said, well, one bit of advice is if you want something in your marriage, put it there from day one. Yeah. And it just seems like, well, yeah, that's really obvious. But also, if you don't think about it, you get occupied with the wedding. You don't necessarily think about what married life looks like. You miss it. But it's so much easier to create those patterns of married life together from the day one than later time, three or four years in, go, oh, should we try and do this and like match sure. schedules or schedules, whatever it is. I don't know which one the English one or the American one is. But those things together. And I think mm. that's why... When it comes to a fresh start, it can look like a lot of different things. Yeah. But also noticing the type of fresh start it is. If actually mostly, you know, come 1st of January, your life is going to be in the same space with the same people. Actually, maybe that's the, I need to do the two minute habit to just build a few things yeah. in to, to do that. But actually, if it's a bigger change, sometimes you just embrace that and you go, I'm going to redesign my life like this and yeah. I get go from now. Yeah. I like that. I like that. We've talked a few about a few different things, kind of how we how you can waste a fresh start and how not to. You know, first you've got to notice it. Um, some of the other things about you know actually choosing to embrace it mm. and then and choosing the the agency in that. One of the other things um, that I suppose you could do to waste a fresh start is just put it off. Mm. Um, a bit like Bilbo was hoping to do with his second breakfast and just forget about it until Gandalf came and gave him a nudge. Uh, and another one of the the quotes that I quite uh, I quite liked, um, it actually wasn't a quote. It's a podcast I've been meaning to listen to for a while. It's the title of a podcast episode. It's called "Start Before You're Ready." Mm. Uh, for me, that probably is quite a powerful phrase because so often, you know, when it's whether it comes to work or um, just personal things, I I want things to be aligned well, and I want to be fully ready, and I think I want the conditions to be right before I start. Uh, but that phrase of start before you're ready, because mm. don't wait for the perfect conditions. Don't wait for everything to be, you know, just right, quote unquote, because it's not going to mm. and it's never going to happen. But you just need to get going. And that's what a lot, again, of those quotes were talking about when it came to beginning each day. They were just going, well, just get started because you're going to need to get started at some point. Mm. And I think that's part of the two minute rule. And that's if don't, you know, and that's what trying to make that bar lower, you know, get moving, but just start slowly. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to start and change everything if that's the, the transition you're in. Um, but yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I always think just get moving. If you need a coach to help you get moving and this fresh start, this new year, this new opportunity, I would love to help you move from that uncertainty to clarity. If you're not sure what you want to make change in or move forward in, I can also help you do that. I have some frameworks that we work from to do that. Mm. Um, and I love helping people on that journey with coaching in one-to-one -one conversations that really help people find that clarity and that confidence in where they're going, what they want to accomplish. It's a lot of fun. So yeah. don't waste that fresh start. And have a very, very happy new year. Mm.